T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Keith McPherson on the fan. Call me up. Let's get right back into it. The Liberty are about to play. Rebecca Lobo and Ryan Rucco on the call at Barclays Center in Brooklyn. And I've got FS1 queued up for the Houston Astros, Texas Rangers, Game 3, Max Scherzer, Christian Javier on the mound. And that's an old school Texas showdown. Taking your calls all night. We're talking about quarterbacks in the NFL, how you need to. I mean, they used to say, if you have two, you don't have one. But you literally need two. Starting quarterback's going to get hurt. And you can't have that destroy your whole season. And here we are with Zach Wilson, QB2, quarterbacking the Jets. They still have life at 3-3. Three and three. You just heard Tyrod Taylor as QB2 now elevated to QB1 saying, I got to be mentally prepared. I got to be ready to play. I know Daniel Jones wants back in, but they got to protect the athlete from himself. I think it would be wise to have Tyrod Taylor go out there a second week, see how the offense looks, see if they can build on what they did against the Buffalo Bills. And then when it's Jets versus Giants, the battle for New Jersey, Daniel Jones maybe can come back in. All right, 877-337-6666. Let's go to Dallas, Texas. Michael, you're on the fan. Hey, what happened right there? Well... Michael was on the screen. That call disappeared. And then the call above that also disappeared, Connor. I don't know what happened there. Let's see. Let's go to um, Nick in Center Reach, Long Island. How you doing, Keith? I'm good. How are you? Uh, two things. Uh, I wanted to say a uh, comment first. I just want to say I'm a new listener. It's been a couple months. And um, I uh, first-time caller. I find myself, you know, I usually listen in the car on the way home from work, and I find myself putting you on when I get home, if I got to do something around. I really, I read Dick, your journey, how you, uh, you know, didn't know that you could major in communications and then, you know, you set out to do it and you were like the content creator first. I think it's a really good example for people that want to come up and how they could use that route. What I like the most is, is your subjective view. I like that you don't take things for granted. You're the same age as me and you don't, you know, just put down like the younger generation or you try to put yourself in somebody else's shoes and explain it from your experience. I just, I think it's great. And, uh, Thank you. I just, yeah. I listen more and more with that said, I read the article on you. It said you're a lover of all sports. And before you were talking about being welcome, I tried to call up some of my favorite hosts and talk soccer. I know it's, it's offshoot cause it's, uh, you know, America and it's not that popular. It's a global yesterday. game. It's the, it's it the is. most popular sport on this That's- planet. All right, you know, 800 million to a billion watched the final of the World Cup. 
100 million watch the Super Bowl. But I'm, I'm a huge football fan, too. But with that said, USA had an unbelievable game last night, 4 nothing. They just ran up and down the field. This team is the best team we've ever had, the youngest team we've ever had. All the players are playing overseas, and the World Cup's coming 2026. I wanted right. to know what you think is going to happen. I personally think quarterfinals is going to happen, and I wouldn't be surprised if they maybe make it farther, but definitely quarter. And I just was wondering what you think. Yeah, I can take it from here. Thank you, Nick, and, and thanks for the compliments. Uh, everybody's been really nice to me, and I appreciate that. Uh, you know, there's stuff out there on the Internet for people to just Google my name now. It's it's crazy for me to think, you know, going back to college. I went I went to school undeclared. I didn't even want a major. I'm like, I have to pick one. I was such a, a like, young, dumb football player. Like, I literally was going to college. I went to James Madison University out of high school. And I'm telling you, the driving factor for that was that the school was 68% female. That was the number one reason. <laughs> and then, you know, they won the national championship when I was in high school. And I went there and had a, a visit. And the the first visit I had there was ridiculous. And I made a mistake. I didn't even take my other four official visits. There's a, a word of advice for any young athletes. Uh, and I don't even know how it's set up now. The NCAA is ridiculous now with this transfer portal and NIL deals. I certainly could have used the transfer portal. I lost a year of eligibility transferring from James Madison University to Monmouth University. Now these kids can transfer three times and not miss a season. And then NILs, I wish I had an NIL deal. I was happy to have a, a, a free meal plan, be able to, to eat three times in the dining hall and uh, maybe get my books taken care of. But yeah, you know, I remember someone telling me you should major in communication and I didn't understand what that meant. And then when I transferred after two years at James Madison undeclared and I did start to dabble in communication PR and I realized I didn't want to go with the PR route. Um, but when I came to Monmouth, they had communication, radio and television with an FM radio station in the building and a uh, like mock TV station in the building. And I'm like, this is for me. Fast forward 11 years, I'm on WFAN, I've been on Yes Network, I had a first of its kind MLB Network show called Off Base, like, I'm blessed, I'm blessed that I actually did it, because I know it's a dream that I had, and throughout the 11 years, and different uh, avenues, and ways, and, 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 you know, things that I did, I thought I was failing, or I thought it was, you know, finite, like, I, you know, I just thought that, oh, this is it. This is I'm I'm working here. I'm doing this. I didn't do it, but you got to keep going. And I and I hope people use me as an example. I came from nada, like nobody putting me on, not a lot of money. Shout out to Crystal McPherson for making it happen for me, my brother, and my sister. But uh, you know, if I can do it, I literally believe anybody else could do it. But it's it's not supposed to be easy. Anything worth having is not supposed to come easy. Now about the World Cup, I'm hoping that the United States just keeps building and getting better. Christian Pulisic, I hope that, you know, by the time 2026 rolls around where it's going to be at MetLife Stadium, and we were just having the conversation last night about the artificial turf and how, you know, MetLife Stadium, I, I heard Tiki and uh, Evan talking about it today. I was like, I talked about that last night. Uh, you know, there's so many things that happen at MetLife Stadium. I, I saw a Coldplay concert there. Taylor Swift plays there. The Weeknd plays there. Beyonce plays there. But then also... Both our NFL teams play there. The World Cup is going to be played there on grass. <laughs> They're definitely going to play on grass. 
FIFA will, it doesn't matter what they have to do, doesn't matter what it costs. FIFA will have a, a grass turf rolled in, air dropped in, whatever they got to do uh, to make sure they have the right surface. And I know that this area will respect it. Uh, I know that this area will show out for it. I know that people in this area are already preparing for it. I mean, the Red Bulls play in Harrison, a hop, skip, and a jump from Newark. And when Messi came there with uh, the Miami team to face the Red Bulls, that was pandemonium. So when the World Cup comes here, it's going to be lit that summer. Uh, I'll be excited for it. And uh, if we're not talking about it on the fan and I have a five-hour show during that time, I bet you I bring it up. I bet you have some conversation. And if I'm blessed enough to get an opportunity to go, I would absolutely go. Uh, I'm not a, a crazy football fan as far as soccer, football. The only year I was really tapped in was when I worked at Fubo TV. Shout out to the Fubo fam and the Fubros. Because Fubo, now you guys might know that, and I'm actually using Fubo TV right now. I, I got to hit them up. I need some type of marketing deal, guys. At this point, I should have some type of influencer marketing deal. I've been using uh, Fubo TV since 2017 when I got the job over there. Fubo TV came to the States as a streaming platform for Americans to watch all the European soccer leagues, the Bundesliga, Champions League. And uh, that year that I started working for them, they were looking for a social media manager with knowledge of American sports to start marketing their platform to American consumers that wanted to watch football, American football, basketball, baseball, hockey. And I put my sports knowledge and expertise behind their brand, anonymously tweeting and posting and uh, putting us into spaces where sports fans were to say, hey, take a free trial of Fubo TV. And, uh, man, I'm super proud to see what Fubo is now. The platform is amazing. And, uh, yeah, when I was around those guys, that was the most I was tapped in, and I probably learned the most about soccer, as we call it, but football, as the world calls it, and how big of an actual sport it is across the globe. Us Americans, you know, we just <laughs> we do our own thing. We have our American arrogance. We don't care about it. But, like, the rest of the world, they don't care about Zach Wilson and Aaron Rodgers. They don't care about Daniel Jones and Tyrod Taylor. Let's go to Jay in Westfield, New Jersey, on the fan. What's up, Jay? What's up, Keith? You're the man. Love hearing you. Uh, wanted to get your take on the whole Daniel Jones versus Tyrod Taylor. I, you know, me and my dad both want Tyrod Taylor as the quarterback. Feel like we got a much better chance of scoring. Just this week, or a lot better? He got rid of the ball quick. You you mean for just this week seven game against the Commanders, or you mean the rest of the season? I think we're going to see it, hopefully, this week against the Commanders. And I think if he's winning, how do you take him out? That's what I was going to say I next. I think they put themselves in a tough position because they pay Daniel Jones so much, but Tyrod Taylor is historically and currently better. If he balls this week, and he's, he balled last week, like just the fact that he could complete passes, he could move the chains, and like, you know, Saquon, Saquon's going to be, be better another week um, back from his injury. If they can punch it in, and they can beat the Commanders, it's going to be really hard to say, Tyrod, take a seat. Daniel Jones is ready to go. It's going to be a lot easier to say, no, Daniel, keep uh, you know going um, to treatment and taking care of that injury. We're going to let Tyrod face the Jets. Because that game, more and more, I'm like, that game is even. I think it was a pick em, uh as far as the, the Vegas spread. But, like, it's a rivalry. Anything can happen. And can you imagine if Tyrod Taylor and the Giants beat the Jets with – with the Jets coming off a bye week and all the momentum that the, that the Jets have? 
You know, I can't imagine that, but I can't imagine Daniel Jones doing it. They can't tour with him at quarterback. You know, I just think that Daniel Jones, with the pressure and the the contract and the the lack of offensive line help, I mean, I think I heard C Mac and shout out to C Mac. He was like, you know, what changed? Uh, what changed with the offensive line? Justin Pugh? And I wanted to be like, yeah, C-Mac, Justin Pugh made a huge difference. He played two positions. Just, just having that guy on the line does help. Um, Daniel Jones Definitely. didn't have that guy. He also didn't have Saquon Barkley. So Tyrod's got a little bit of a bump. We'll, we'll see this week. If he's able to score touchdowns, even if they lose, but it's competitive and they're able to score two, three touchdowns, it's going to be hard to take him out in favor of a Daniel Jones who's missed three weeks. I think they will, too. But, you know, Tyrod Taylor is getting the ball out quickly. He really wasn't letting the pressure come to him, which we haven't seen Daniel Jones do all season. We know their line's not there, but you got to get rid of the ball. That's all it is. If, exactly. As I was talking to my guy Warren, playing quarterback, if you know these guys can't block, speed up your internal clock. Get rid of the ball. You can't hold mm-hmm. on to the ball. The play calls have to change. So, yeah. yeah, I think Tyrod knows that, right? Tyrod's not a big guy. He's not a big frame guy. He's not trying to take any hits. So he's getting rid of the football. That's what the quarterback is supposed to do. He was putting balls on the spot. Yeah, too. distribute the pill. Be accurate. Perfect. Hit these guys. These guys are open. Put yeah. it on them. Pre-snap read tells you where you got to go. Definitely. Then the last thing on Tyrod is, look, the Giants put up nine points. He should have had two touchdowns. You know, the end of the half was, yeah, he took ownership, but Dabble shouldn't have given him an option. You know, yeah. the coach shouldn't have done that. I know. And, and then the penalty on the last play that wasn't called. I, I still put that on Tyrod Taylor. I just I don't know. I don't know how you with in that situation, how do you check to a run? Because then you're putting your running back against the defense and the clock, and you know that he's coming off of missing three weeks with an injury. He might not have the same quickness or, or burst. I know it's Saquon, but I don't know. In that position, again, the Jets had a similar thing. The Cowboys had a similar thing. Like how do these NFL teams get into the red zone, the gold zone, and they just like self destruct? It's pathetic. How? Like that's what you that's, that's what you see high school offenses do. You got to get points even if you even if you're using a timeout or throwing the ball through the back of the end zone to get a field goal, you can't come up empty. It changes the whole complexion of the game. That that literally was the game twice for them. 3 points that versus point. no points. Thanks for taking my call, Keith. Good for- Sorry, Jay. I was already gone there and thank you for calling, but yeah, Tyrod has an opportunity to come out against the Commanders, score touchdowns, beat the Commanders in front of the home crowd. I, I do think that they will build on what they did against the Bills. No such thing as moral victories, but there there is a such thing as like going back and watching that film and feeling confident about what you did and saying, okay, this worked, this worked, let's do that. Or we showed them this look last week, and Ron Rivera and Jack Del Rio are going to be scheming against this, so let's put this wrinkle in, right? Um Maybe now you see Jalen Hyatt run some slant and goes. Maybe you see a double pass. Can uh, Wandale Robinson throw? Like, I would be in the bag of tricks this week. I would bring out the trickery. I would do everything in my power to get in that end zone. Mike Kafka, what do you have to lose? This is it. This is an elimination game. You lose this game, and then we're really starting to think about, all right, you know, trade deadline's coming next year. Hate to use the word tank, but there's some good quarterbacks coming. Sell off pieces, fall into the top five of the draft, and have your pick of you know Drake May or whoever it is that falls to you. 877-337-6666. Okay, now let's go 
to Dallas, Texas. Michael is back on the line. What's up, Mike? You're on the fan. Hey, how are you? I apologize. It's uh, it's called technology. I, if I keep my hands off the phone, we'll all be fine. So <laughs> okay. So um, you, I thought it was our end because your no, call, your call no, disappeared no. and the call above you disappeared. I'm like, how, did we wipe out two calls at once? No. It was, oh, I'm sorry. Well, it was me. Um, hey, a couple of things. One is, uh, I just wanted to uh, say what a great show you have and. You know, I think your success comes from one thing. It costs nothing to be nice, and you're a nice guy. And people can hear that through the radio, and it certainly made me call back, and it uh, certainly made me. I got no reason to be mean so. to someone listening to my show, calling into my show, taking their time at night to, you know, join me here. You know what I'm saying? I have no reason to fight anyone or yell at anyone, and I am a nice guy. I'm not soft. Don't get me twisted. You know, don't don't get the wrong not idea. The same, like, not the same you know, thing. No, people, I'm a nice guy too. Yeah, pe- I'm a nice guy. I'm nice to everyone. I was I was raised to be respectful and to treat people the way I would like to be treated. But like, it's funny because you know when people see me in in person, they're like, "Oh, you're you're taller than I thought, or you're bigger than I thought." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm not. I'm not, I don't know what you thought actually." That's funny. Yeah. So a couple of things. One is very nostalgic feeling hearing you talk about soccer. You know, I. Lived in New Jersey from uh, uh, when I was a little kid, 1969 through 1980, when I went to college. And I was one of those people that was there for all the Cosmos uh, games. I used to go to the games when they would get 70,000-plus uh, a game when they had Pele and Giorgio Canale, a little before your time. But it was really something to see. And that whole area will support the World Cup, I have no doubt about yeah. it. So it's going to be fantastic. No, I called because of uh, I'm a Colts fan, as you know. And... Uh, Obviously, Anthony Richardson is going to be out for the year, and of course, it's disappointing. Um, but like you said, you know, we have a serviceable quarterback, and uh, I think we're going to be a lot better than people thought we were going to be at the beginning of the season. Yeah, so. ar- arguably, you have Gardner Minshew, the best option. Like, you know, there were a lot of people looking for him. The Eagles needed him last year, and he was arguably the best option for a backup quarterback on the market. And I mean, good investment, right? Anthony Richardson's no. done, and you you're, you don't feel like your season's in the tank. Uh, losing your top-drafted quarterback, you know Minshew Magic can get it done. Yep, no doubt about it. And I listen, I've been spoiled. I mean, let's face it, I had uh, Peyton Manning. 12 years of Peyton Manning. Andrew Luck. We, and then we had, well, we. the funny part is I know you were talking about your, your uh, little baby daughter last night. And so not I yet, have not a, yet. Not yet. I only have a son. I don't have a daughter. Oh, yet. son! I'm sorry, it was a son. Okay, I would. I would like to give my uh, my son a sister. I grew up with a little sister. I feel like that impacted me having uh, my sister Taylor around. But no, I only well, my, I got a little boy, six month old boy, Jackson. Well, my daughters are sixteen and seventeen. Huge sports fans. God they bless. Uh, unfortunately are uh, they've been uh, taken to the dark side. My in laws are uh, from uh, Wisconsin, so they're Packers fans. But the funny part of the whole thing is when my daughter was really, really young, my wife's biggest concern was she was afraid that her first words were going to be effing Colts can't make a first down because that's all you <laughs> say watching the games on TV. So, yeah, it's pretty funny. But, yeah, no, I hope the Colts do well. And I do think uh, – I know you were talking about Daniel Jones and all that. Uh, so you really thought that Tyrod Taylor played a pretty good game last week? I, I don't I don't know. I, I, I won't say that he played a good game. They lost. They didn't score a touchdown. But what he did was show people that, like, you can actually quarterback with this – team with this offensive line you can get first downs you can move the ball you can get into the uh 
red zone and get close. They didn't punch it in. Yeah. But as I'm watching Tyrod, the offense looked different with him versus the $40 million quarterback, Daniel Jones. Yeah, no, I, I can't argue. I can't argue with that. I guess ultimately it's really going to come down to, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I, I still would like to see Daniel Jones play if he's, if he's able to play. I, I, I think you're playing with fire if you start. You know, you like you said, you lose another game. Like uh, Mike Florio said yesterday in your show, you know, you lose another game, and you're kind of in that category of, well, how on earth could we possibly make the playoffs without running the table? So, yeah. whatever it takes, they got to we'll see. They got to do what's best for the team this week. That's really it. So, thanks for the call, Michael. We'll see. I mean, I wouldn't play him for for two reasons. I would like to see Tyrod build on last week, and it's not just Tyrod. I'd like to see the whole offense under Tyrod Taylor build on what they did against the Buffalo Bills on Sunday night football. Run it back. Not just once. Let's see you guys build on what you did last week. Because when you're playing quarterback, that is the guy who's calling the plays. That's the guy who's calling the cadence. That is, he's leading. He's the guy driving the car. You know, like he's he's uh, captain of the ship. And I know they're all used to Daniel Jones as well. But like, all right, we're going to pop Daniel Jones back in. It changes things a little bit. So... If Daniel Jones isn't 100%, you also can't play with that neck injury because he is signed to a deal. You know, I know you can get out next year, but it's 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 larger than just next year. It's a an issue that could impact his career. If he gets hit the wrong way behind this offensive line that is shaky, uh it, it could it could impact the rest of his his time playing football. So, I would give it another week. It doesn't hurt. And I understand he's practicing, he's limited in practice, he's cleared to throw, but he's not cleared to take a hit. And in the NFL, one wrong hit, you know, I don't, I don't even want to go that far on it. 877-337-6666. Let's take another break. When we come back, more of your calls. Keith McPherson on the fan. BRB. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Just as expected, Max Scherzer's a whole fraud. Keith McPherson on the fan, just getting a couple laughs in. I said if the Houston Astros are going to win one game, let it be this one. Game three. Max Scherzer doing his old fake uh, bulldog tough guy thing. Yeah, he gets through the first inning. 
But then he's got a uh, hit by pitch, wild pitch, single, uh, gives up three runs in the third. The Houston Astros lead 3-0 as we go to the bottom of the second inning. Max Scherzer, all that money you're making, give it back. Hang it up. We've seen enough of you, man. It's over. It's over. Father time is undefeated. Now's your time. Bow out after this one, buddy. Bow out. Keep McPherson on the fan. 877-337-6666. Go, New York. Go, New York. Go. The New York Liberty. They're holding it down. They're doing their thing. I don't want to get ahead of myself. I don't want to get, uh, you know, too excited about this one. It is an elimination game, right? If they lose this game, that's it. You know, if they lose this game, the Aces are the champs. But they're up 10 after one. First quarter down, they lead 23-13. And, uh, you know, Michael Wilbon had all that to say about Brooklyn and the New York Liberty fans and the Barclays Center. It looks like they are excited. It looks like they are packing the place and making noise. And it looks like a pretty good atmosphere for the Liberty to win a game tonight and force game five out west in Vegas. So, we're talking sports. It's wide open. Open show tonight. I did not book any guests on purpose. I want to talk to you about whatever you want to talk about. It gives me the opportunity to show that I can talk about all sports, any sport, any topic, whatever it is. And uh, we'll get right back into that. 877, you know the rest. Gary's in Connecticut. What's up, Gary? You're on the fan. My man, Pots and Pans. Hey, I'll be your Huckleberry. What's up, Keith? You know, holding it down. Shout out to Craig. Craig Craig is sorely missed on the afternoon drive. <laughs> I guess so. In they my in my humble there. opinion. Some something's missing, you know. And Big Mac too. I gave Big Mac his uh flowers the other night. I'm like, yo, you you you're doing your thing in the overnights. I appreciate it because I drive home. Last night took me an hour to drive home. Tunnel was ridiculous. So I had to take the George Washington Bridge. Imagine being in Tribeca. And to get to Jersey City three miles away, you got to drive home across the George Washington Bridge because the tunnel, the Lincoln Tunnel, is a mess completely, and the Holland Tunnel is closed. But, yeah, I listen to Big Mac show, but Big Mac is definitely missed on the afternoon drive. So same thing with Craig, man. Star power. You need that star power. Craig has star power. Uh, You know, he's doing his thing on Fox. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy for Craig. Yeah, big Big Mac brought the funny man. This guy Morash, are you gonna go? You gonna go uh, throw some stuff at Hell him? Hell no! Like some crash <laughs> at him? <laughs> no, didn't even think about it. I saw them put the flyer. I'm like, the I, like the flyer is terrible. The the ad read sucks. I'm like this whole thing is just bad. I would nah. I'm good. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even think about going over there. I didn't. I it didn't even cross my mind. Funny you ask. <laughs> I thought you'd be the first person in line. Like, nah, I live in Jersey, and I and I would not uh, waste uh, n- even any more seconds thinking about pulling up to throw more trash at more ass. <laughs> All right. Well, I, yeah, so the Yanks, what do you think, man? Are these stunting these uh, Yankees' growth for these rookies? I mean, they, I mean, what do they what do they got going on here? They certainly they certainly have messed up a lot of young players in the past. It's funny I opened up talking about Volpe and giving him his props and his flowers because you know rarely do we see a rookie come up where they say the whole season 
you're the starter. You're the guy. We're not sending you down. You're going to learn on the fly. You're going to take your bumps. Uh, there's going to be ups and downs, but we're going to ride with you. You know, they didn't do that for some of these guys. Like Miguel Andujar ruined him. Uh, Clint Frazier ruined him. It didn't go so great with the baby bombers, uh, Greg Bird. You know, they couldn't wait oh, to get man. Mark Teixeira out of here for Greg Bird. And Gary Sanchez. Uh, there's a bunch of other guys that just, you know, came and went. Prospects that didn't pan out. I give them some credit for Volpe for believing in the kid and actually, like, righting their wrongs this time and being right about this kid, not sending him back down and letting him learn on the fly. And he he's about to have a gold glove, a 2020 season. As a 22-year-old kid, he can be a pillar of the franchise for the next 10 to 15 years. But, yeah, in the past, I mean, even right now, Estevan Florio, like, you've needed an outfielder. You run out all these other guys that don't even play outfield, like Jake Bowers. Give that mm. guy a shot. For the last six years, Estevan Florio hasn't gotten a real chance. Oswald Peraza is a guy that I'm thinking, oh, they're going to ruin this kid. They bring him into the ALCS this time last year because IKF can't get it done. He didn't belong in the ALCS playing against the best team in baseball. That's that's tough. That's a, a, a no way. That's a tough task for a, a rookie um, late in the season, and and even with these pitchers, you know. I'm like, they they jerk these pitchers around, like Randy Vasquez and Johnny Brito, sending those guys up and down. What happened to Debbie, Debbie Garcia, right? Debbie Garcia was supposed to be a homegrown ace. Uh, you know, they, they get into the ALDS against Tampa. They start him game two. They pull him after one inning to bring Jay Happ out of the bullpen, who never came out of the bullpen. That was one of the dumbest things we've seen them do in the postseason. And I felt like they were doing the same thing with, like, Luis Heel. Remember two years ago, three years ago now, I think, Luis Heel came up and he looked like he had command and looked like he belonged. He got hurt, but, like, you know, they they buried him. There were times in this season where I was like, where's Johnny Brito? Where's Randy Vasquez? We don't need to see another Luis Severino start, but what what do I know? The Yankees know everything. Yeah, that was the last thing I saw was Johnny Brito getting ruined, and I was just, like, fed up with the. Whatever the analytics were and whoever decides what's going on up and down. They got a video on Yankees Twitter circulating of Michael Fishman trying to explain this like analytics machine that they have where they take all the numbers and projections or they take all the numbers for the players, they input them and try and guess the projections on guys. And that's how they figure out you know, their their moves and their decisions and what they're going to do. They they certainly got the wrong numbers on Jordan Montgomery. They sure did. And, yeah, now, who's in the playoffs? Everybody they were going to sign. Yeah. It, it's just ridiculous. I said, this offseason, after the Yankees had their worst season in 30 years, two games above 500, I think, um, you know, just missing the postseason after being – quote-unquote, four games away from the World Series, if you let Brian Cashman tell it. I'm like, of course this offseason, all Cashman's mistakes are glowing. They're like, It's like they're they're shining in the postseason. And then, of course, right, after the fans start fire Cashman chants and fire Cashman signs pop up in the stadium and fire, fire Cashman T-shirts, they're not firing Cashman, but Kim Eng becomes available. And there's rumors of Kim Eng going to be uh, the GM of two of your rivals, your crosstown rival, the Mets could be interested in bringing her back to New York, and the Red Sox, who moved on from Heim Bloom, could be interested. And you're not interested at all because you have the eternal GM and Brian Cashman. Ain't it swell? Well, I can tell you what. The people that should be getting a pay raise is 
you, Meredith Marakovich, Michael K., all of you guys making <laughs> have to deal with John and Susan too. For these people. <laughs> John and They're Susan, uh, Justin Shackle. Yeah, we all need a bump after having to you know deal with the Yankees this season, night in and night out. There was so many nights where they couldn't score. So many. I was coming on. I was like three. Is the magic number? I was I was losing my mind because they couldn't score more than three runs. Oh my god! You guys and you guys have to try to explain to our fans what's going on here and why. And it's just terrible. I mean, I, I did the best I could, but I checked out. I checked out in July. I remember coming in here one day. And, and all the fans wanted to talk about Buster Only's report that the Yankees were going to trade for Shohei Otani at the deadline. It was July 17th. I came I came in and poured water on all of that. I'm like, are you guys nuts? Are you seeing something that I'm not seeing? Oh, this season's over. They're not trading for Otani. Thanks for the call, Gary. 877-337-6666. Nobody traded for Otani. I told you guys. I'm like, the Angels are going to trade for Otani. They're going to make trades for Otani. They are going to stack the deck around Otani, so they thought, and then they crumbled, right? The Yankees were the ones that put the battery in their back. After they swept the Yankees, they started thinking, oh, we got something here. (laughs) Ah, What a crazy baseball season. And now Max Scherzer is looking exactly like we thought he would look. (laughs) The Astros are up. For nothing. Call me up. Let's talk sports. Keep McPherson on the fan. I got to take another break. I take more breaks than anybody, baby. We'll be right back. Right back at it on the fan. I don't know why Evan is like this. Evan Roberts, do better. You know, earlier in the show, I was talking about how the Liberty invited the fan to the game tonight. And if I wasn't the nighttime host, I'm sure I would have gotten the invite because I was the host that had probably done the most campaigning for the Liberty. If you've listened to my show the last two weeks, I was saying we need to celebrate these women, right? Uh, You know, women in sports. And how come we don't talk about the New York Liberty when we talk about teams? Like, I literally listened to BT and Sal have a four-hour show on what team in New York was closest to winning a championship. And they did not mention the Liberty who are playing for a championship. So I, I don't know. I feel like, and I get it. You know, it's 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 women's sports. It's WNBA. I'm not pretending to be a WNBA fan, and I've been honest with you that I haven't followed. I know I know who's on the team. I, you know, I have followed enough to speak on it. But uh, Evan gets invited there tonight, and he's I guess up in the Odyssey suite, and he posts a picture at the arena, which I've seen him do this before, and he knows better. He posts a picture, and he writes, biggest game in town, and it is absolutely empty in there. Like, if you're looking at this picture, you could probably count on your hands 50 people, 60 people in the shot. But if you look closely on Evan's Twitter and at the big board, and if you've ever been to Barclays Center, if you've ever been to any of these games, if you've ever been to Madison Square Garden, Yankee Stadium, City Field, Barclays Center, UBS even, I've never been there, on a weekday. It's a Wednesday. This is New York. There are late-arriving crowds. We have to work in this city. And a lot of folks can't get out of their job early. They have to stay there until 6 p.m., 6.30, maybe even 7 for an 8 o'clock game. So Evan posts this picture at 7.14. And if you look closely, the big board in Barclays Center has 47 minutes and 53 seconds on it. 
that is a running clock that ticks down until pregame intros and tip-off. So basically, Evan goes out there and puts this propaganda out there, biggest game in town, and makes it seem like nobody has gone to support the New York Liberty. That's a photo that is very misleading because that photo was taken an hour and some change before they started playing the game. Evan Roberts, do better. Please do better. I know you can do better. That's not right of you. Like, you got to be better than that, man. They just they hooked you up to come to the game. They want you to endorse the Liberty and Barclays Center. We are Nets fans. And when Knicks fans go to our arena or any other fans go to our arena and try and pretend like, oh, Where's all the Nets fans? There's no such thing as a Nets fan. The Nets have no fans, and they post the arena before we can get there. It's hard to get there. There's traffic. There's train delays. People have to work. Show the before and after. That's the before picture. We need an after. We need a follow-up. Take a picture during the game of the arena, the same shot, and show how it fills in. You know, I remember being pissed off during the ALCS in 2019. I think it was game four when Garrett Cole started for the Astros. For some reason, Rob Manfred and Major League Baseball gave the New York Yankees a like five o'clock start. A five o'clock start. And it was like a five o'clock start on a Tuesday or something. I got to go back and actually look for that date. And I was at the game, but I was pissed off. And shout out to my guy, Jimmy Randazzo. Jimmy, if you're listening, call in. Because Jimmy went viral off of this moment it was quiet in there and he was yelling and screaming saying stand up make some noise come on that's Garrett Cole right there we got to get to him this is important and I remember walking into the stadium and it was eerie and I'm the type that like I'm walking into the stadium and you might you might have seen me do this before if it's quiet and people are in line outside Yankee Stadium and they're not you know getting ready to go in there and yell I remind people hey once you get inside lose your mind once you get inside don't be quiet I'm the guy walking around like, let's go, Yankees. I'm trying to get people fired up on a, I think, Tuesday, 5 o'clock game that Major League Baseball screwed us. It's Yankee Stadium. It's New York. People have to work. I got to find that start time. I'm trying to Google it. I'm almost pretty sure it was game four of the ALCS. Garrett Cole was on the mound. Game four, October 17th. What time? I wish I could find the start time. Or maybe it was game three. Either way, Evan Roberts, do better. It was a 4.08 p.m. start. Are you kidding me? I said 5 o'clock. How ridiculous is that? I was right on the date. Tuesday, October 15, 2019, the Yankees lose 4-1 to with Garrett Cole on the mound. That was a 4.08 start time. That's ridiculous. I hope that never happens to us again. We didn't have to worry about it this year. But that's what I'm saying. You you know if, if, you, if you're if you working in New York, living in New York, and you try and go to these sporting events, a 4 o'clock game, there are people that had tickets to that game that missed the first three or four innings. That ended up being a three-hour and 44-minute game. Uh, most people didn't arrive till the fourth inning. And a lot of times, too, and I might actually hit Jimmy to come on and join me, a lot of times... Yankee Stadium is full of suits and corporate sponsored seats and people that aren't crazy like me and aren't crazy like the bleacher creatures and aren't crazy like the diehards. They're just there to sit there and uh, now they get Uber Eats delivered to their seat. I'm going in there and I'm trying to will the team to victory. I'm going in there and I'm trying to haze and uh, you know rattle 
Garrett Cole when he was pitching for the Astros. Little did I know the Yankees would actually pay him. But, yeah, anyway, that just took me down a rabbit hole. um, Evan Roberts going to our basketball arena where the Nets play and disparaging the Liberty in their crowd. That was the whole thing. Michael Wilbon going on ESPN PTI saying that we have the worst crowd in basketball in WNBA and the NBA. Look at how many stars are out there. Issa Rae, Stephen A. Smith. They're showing all the stars that are in attendance to see the Liberty in this game four tonight. And I guarantee you there's way more people in there than uh, Evan Roberts let off on his Twitter 47 minutes before the game, really like an hour before the game. That's not right. 877-337-6666. Bobby is in Brick, New Jersey. What's up, Bobby? You're on the fan. What's up, Keith? How you doing, brother? I'm good. I just, you know, I'm a sports guy, and, you know, a little picture like that can take me down a rabbit hole. I went from looking at Evan Roberts' (laughs) Twitter, and I was teleported back to Yankee Stadium a Tuesday ALCS game at 408. I'll never get over Major League Baseball doing us (laughs) dirty like that. I thought you were going to say that Evan was uh, mad at you for, for talking about his show, but uh, I do uh, I do have a devil's point, but I will say this. Thank you for saying that about the afternoon show, number one. But uh, number two, man, I commend you. You are a new, uh, you know, a new father. You have a wife, and the situation that the city puts you in with uh, the, the, the tunnel closing, man, and you live right in Jersey City, that's tough. Yeah. I don't know how you do it. Yeah. Uh, it sucks. Really, really I try not to complain about it because I am a blessed individual. I, I am blessed to have this job. I'm not complaining about it. But the level of difficulty required to drive home safely. Like, I got in an accident yeah. a couple weeks ago. Somebody hit my car. It is like survival of the fittest out here trying to drive out of New York City late at night when they yeah. close the tunnels. And then with the with the threats last Friday and all the other stuff, yeah. it, it, it's nuts. It's it's uh, it's. It's, yeah. it's harder than working the job. That's the hardest part of the job, getting home. <laughs> I used to live in Bayonne. So, dude, you got to go down, go through Battery, the, the tunnel, and uh, go, go through, through Brooklyn. Nah, man. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess you can go through Staten Island. I never really thought to drive that way. I just, I, uh, I go up. And then I, yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's funny. I remember Chris Moore on Saturdays. That was his thing. He would come in and he would just complain about some traffic in, in the city. I miss Chris Moore. Uh, let, let my actual point, Lindy Ruff got a contract extension, or they announced his extension this week. Yep. Well, what's, your, what's your thoughts on that? Because I'm not too crazy about him. Uh, you know, they, I, they obviously put a lot of number behind him. I had, I had uh, Ken Denico on, I think, um, before the opener last week, so a week ago. And we talked about Lindy, and I think some of the guys do like him. I think, you know, some of the guys um, have kind of championed him after last year. I mean, people wanted him gone. And then, you know, he led the team to where he led him last year, and he got renewed. And then, er you know, very early on here, you see his uh, old-school mentality, benching guys, and a video came out from uh, practice. These guys, you know, having a condition and Timo Meyer being benched and all that type of stuff. I don't know, man. If it turns into results, it's fine by me. Uh, it's, it seems like he's very old school and hard in his approach, and I just hope that it works for the Devils. Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's like that old school mentality that I think the organization has, but it's crazy because it's not the old owners and not Vanderbeek and all that, and I, I, I guess they're trying a different approach than like what the Rangers do and just have a, uh, you know, a big name come in every couple of years and be their savior. 
But, um, yeah, I, I guess so. But I still don't think he's the answer. Um, and the, 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 uh, the other thing, you're just talking about the attendance with the, the Liberty. I will say this, as a very active, um, you know, on Instagram and stuff, I have noticed a lot of people going to Liberty Games this year, which I think is awesome. Uh, weirdly enough, I like their design. Like, the, the uniform's cool. I like everything about them. The court is cool. The uniform's cool. Yeah. Yeah, the color yeah. scheme is great. Marketing-wise, it's great. It's affordable to go with kids, so it does make sense. But, um, listen, man, I am a diehard Rutgers fan. Like, I have basketball season tickets, football season tickets, and this pet, like, attendance is such a uh, a hot button with, like, the, the elites of the media and the fans, because that's what happens all the time. Poorly, poorly, uh, you know, time pictures or just ridiculous. Yeah, because people aren't there versus, versus there. I'm a stadium guy. I'm an arena guy. That's why I always, you know, try and tell people, like, if you weren't there, don't speak on what happened there. And if you were there, tell the whole story. Thanks for the call, Bobby. We are, like, literally, literally up against it. Halftime in Brooklyn. The Liberty are up 37-30. I think 39-30 um, after that last bucket. Here comes Marco with the update. We got to hit it right now. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.